welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello, thank you for joining me on another edition of your amazing podcast, Heart Matters with Michael. I am your host and I am Michael Agbola. I welcome you to another beautiful Friday. It is Heart Matters time. This is your unique podcast with quality talk and amazing music. A podcast where we dissect all of issues concerning relationships and marriages. Where we talk point blank about matters that concerns the heart. You are sure to pick actionable tidbit when you listen to Heart Matters. Today is the 24th episode of season 3 of Heart Matters, and today we'll be discussing a new topic deepening your love in relationship. Deepening the love in your relationship. You want love and you wanted it to the full. That is why you started it in the first place. Unfortunately, most people started it but don't know how to make it grow deep. Let me use finance and banking to drive home my point on deepening love. What do relationship and financial planning have in common? Both need constant monitoring, attention and consistency. You don't just open a bank account and then lay back, relax and say, well, I have done it, that is it. We all know that opening a bank account is only the beginning of a long and continuous process of monitoring your spending and making consistent deposits to grow your balance. However, oftentimes in relationships, partners work so hard to be charming, compassionate and attentive in the honeymoon or flirting phase. And once they say I do or start a relationship, they sit back and say I have done it, the end. It is no wonder that once all the goodwill from the honeymoon phase evaporates, Frictions and conflict begins to surface and the foundation of the relationship starts to crumble. When you start a relationship, you have open three emotional accounts or love accounts. First is the one you open within yourself for your partner, where you store feelings that makes you love your partner the more. Secondly is the emotional account you create in your partner about you, where he or she stores feelings about you. Third is the emotional account where both of you store feelings for each other about the relationship. Now, let me continue with the analogy of a financial portfolio. Whenever you make consistent deposits in your account, your security and confidence in your financial future increases. When you later have to make some withdrawal, it doesn't seem to be much of a strain since you still have a healthy bank balance. However, let's say that you don't even have enough money because you did not deposit in the bank, in the account that you opened, and haven't made any deposit lately, then when you have to pay some big bills, it causes tremendous anxiety and worries about the future. Similarly, when couples focus on the growth of their relationship and make a consistent effort to build their relationship portfolio or increase their emotional bank or love account with sustained enthusiasm, they are depositing into the love bank. Even when they have conflict or argument which is inevitably in any relationship, they bounce back quickly, 
since they are confident in their love and trust for one another. However, when there aren't many deposits being made towards relationship building, then every small withdrawal or any argument erodes, erodes their sense of safety and trust in the relationship. So when you see relationships or marriages break up as, in, as soon as they begin, it is a clear example of a relationship starting without any deposit. So how can couples work towards growing their relationship portfolio? When we return from this musical break, don't go away. We got more hits for you, so stay tuned.
Thank you for always tuning in. Here's another one of your favorite tunes. Stay stuck. Welcome back. This is Shemai Khan on Heart Matters. We are discussing how to deepen the love in your relationship. Here are three practical strategies that couples can plan to do consistently to deepen love in their relationship. One, ritual of connection. Ritual of connection. In the previous episode, episode I discussed the ritual of connection. This ritual serves to create a sense of unity, togetherness, and bonding between lovers. For instance, a couple that has resolved to make Friday night a time to go on a date and reflect on the week's event is making a deliberate attempt at connecting and checking in with each person at the end of a very busy week. Similarly, it is important for couples to create rituals of connection which is an anchor for relationships. Example of rituals that couples can initiate in their homes can be going for a weekly, I mean a walk every evening after work or cooking and eating dinner together. No matter what happens in the course of the day, having these healthy rituals helps couples to tune in to each other's lives, mood and have better awareness, empathy and understanding. Ritual of connection needs to be consistent, uninterrupted, that is giving your partner full attention and it needs to be achievable, something that can be incorporated realistically into your everyday life. We call it ritual because it's something that you must keep doing consistently to get yourself, I'm giving, to get your love deepened. So you must be something that is reali- I mean realizable, that is realistic, that's achievable. And something that must be consistent and uninterrupted and needs full attention. So when you do this daily or weekly or monthly as you plan, it helps to deepen the connection. Number two is daily appreciation. This is another way to increase our emotional account or deepen love in a relationship. If you want your love to become so deep in your relationship, then I can't stress enough the importance of cultivating a daily appreciation habit. Research has shown that our brains tend to have a negative negativity bias. We tend to keep easily record of negativity. However, when we tend to focus too much on the negatives in our partner and tend to overlook and ignore the positives, it begins to weaken the emotional stability of the relationship. By making appreciation a conscious habit, you are rewiring your brain from the anxious flight-fight mode to calm, safe, positive mode. At the end of each day, Make it a point to highlight and appreciate three things about your partner's thoughtful action, words, and qualities. Another benefit of appreciation, appreciation habit is that you are now training your mind to focus on identifying three positive loving qualities rather than constantly collecting data on the negatives. This is a great way to increase the deposit in your love bank for your partner. The moment you fill the emotional bank account you have for your partner with positive feelings, little unavoidable argument won't threaten your relationship. So it is important that you need to develop it and say, okay, even above all odds, against all odds, you want to see three things every day that you must appreciate your partners for. Even if you notice you are in a bad mood, see three things. Maybe the way she dressed, the way she talks to you, the way she appreciates the cooking, or the way he dressed, or the effort he put in to make you happy, the effort he put put in to make the family uh, sustained. All those things, you just create three things that you need to appreciate for so that you fill your bank account with those positive things than seeing the negative side of the relationship. Number three, 
Listen attentively. Listen attentively. Mindful and attentive listening is first becoming is fast becoming a lost art. We are losing it. We are losing attention. We are losing listening at, uh, ability in our relationship these days. The advent of electronic devices has created more opportunity for us to be divided in our attention to tasks. Our attention to people are divided, and even our attention to our relationship is divided because of these electronic devices. However, technology is not only corporate. When you feel anxious or blamed by your partner, often there is a tendency to block out what he or she is saying and to have your own unique narrative playing inside your head. Sometimes you just conclude because of the issues you have, you conclude on some things and you just don't want to see any past, you don't want to hear any positive thing. You conclude on what you feel you, the person is going to say. Distraction is not as a result of divided attention of electronic devices. It might take the form of mind reading. That is when you, your partner tries to say something and you conclude by reading their minds and, pa- and pay less attention to the real gist. You read their mind. It's a, mind reading is another attention div- division, divided, dividing attention strategy. It can also take the form of jumping to conclusion. That is when your partner fails to do what you wish or he or she should do and jump. And I mean, or you, you wish he or she should do and you just jump into conclusion that it was due to this thing or this to another reason. So when you jump to conclusion because you feel something should happen and it's not happening, so you just jump into conclusion without listening to the perspective or the angle of that person. You begin to lose attention because of that. So jumping into attention is under jumping into conclusion is under idea of losing attention. It's under way of losing attention. Mind reading is under way of losing attention. Uh, electronic devices are ways of dividing attention and losing attention. So it can also be a form of filtering. You filter what you want. You take the ones you don't want. That is hold. That is holding onto selectively to the one negative comment that your partner might have said among multiple positive comments. So you hold one negative comment and you leave the positive. You forget about the positive comment. You hold it onto the negative comment. So that is filter. You filter it, and that's another way that you just because of that you lose attention because you just pick one thing and you don't want to listen to the others. You divide the attention. Now all this cognitive distortion arises from an anxious mind. And it creates a wall between couples we are trying to, I mean, when trying to communicate. Make a conscious effort to pay full attention to your partner when he or she is talking. Make steady eye contact. Use appropriate body language to express your focus and attention. And make a concert effort to understand your partner's point of view without jumping to provide quick solutions. After your partner has finished speaking, reflect and mirror what you have heard and ask for clarification so that you can fully absorb the essence of the message. Sometimes you hear some things and you say you conclude that is what you hear without listening to the angle of the person. So if somebody may say something I I mean another thing and you hear another thing and understand another thing. So you must confirm and be under and be clear that this is what you heard so that you don't conclude wrongly. Now practice these simple yet effective tools on a daily basis and your relationship will grow in happiness, health and fulfillment. If you find this podcast interesting and educative Connect with us and don't forget to send in your questions and opinion to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram Andrew at shamaike275. Keep a date with us next week Friday, 8 p.m. Please, it will mean a great deal to us if you go to iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor to give us some rating. Also, share this podcast to friends and family. See you at the next episode. Thank you and God bless.
Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips, techniques, and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Thank you so much for your time today. And please, set your podcatcher so that you never, ever miss us. Bye for now. And thanks so much for listening.